Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you. Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you to take a bite out of summer with HelloFresh. From chef-curated seasonal recipes to their very new fresh and fit summer menu, HelloFresh brings flavor right to your door. And if you're looking to eat well this summer, HelloFresh's menu features calorie-smart and protein-smart lunch and dinner options. HelloFresh makes it easy to reach your food goals with flavor recipes that will definitely leave you feeling satisfied. Also, HelloFresh gets that you want options when it comes to what to make for dinner, not just the same old tired thing all the time. That's why they offer 40 recipes to choose from. Did you get that? 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So you'll never get bored and you can always find something new to try and love. Listen, it's peak time for summer produce and HelloFresh makes sure you get all of the best picks all season long. Their ingredients travel from the farm to your door in less than seven days for a quality you can taste. I recently made the Gouda Vibes Burger with tomato, onion, jam, and potato wedges. And I must say, this was one of the best burgers I have ever had. It was absolutely delicious. All of the ingredients were fresh, they were quality, and they were bursting with flavor. So what are you waiting for? Go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Hey yo. Uh. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's your girl Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And you are listening to Around, Around the, the Way, Way Curls. We are two Philly-bred best friends who strive to produce content that is authentic, unapologetic, and exalting of the magic we see in ourselves and in you. Join us as we oscillate between love and light and money and dicks. Because, because duality, duality is a thing. Yizzo! How are you? I'm okay. How are you? I'm good. You should be happier. Why are you so like chill? Should you tell me to, to smile? Yeah. Being prob we always problematic, so I might as well tell you to smile. <laughs> smile like your height. You with me? Um, what's going on, Queen? I don't, you go ahead. I, lots of <laughs> all right. Are going My updates on. are so first. many things are going on. <laughs> Big uh, one. The merch is live. Can you even believe it? We've I been can. talking about this merch for 15 years. I can believe it. I want to shout Shanti out. Mad people wrote me and was like, who did your site? And I was like, "No, they, they did the site. I swear to God. Actually, Armani <laughs> did. Armani uh, Blanco was like, yo, who did your site? Armani. Armani, I will do your site. I will be your manager. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, rest, Armani. We need to rest. No need to do anything. 
fuck? You're like, record. No. Rest and relaxation, sir. What are you talking Just about? Just put my hand on his face. Rest. <laughs> Rest. You're Decondition your hair, King. Um, no, I'm so, so happy that the merch is live. I'm, I'm crack- also... I'm cracking up. The, this is the not rings. true. Yes, it is. Those merch, those money and dick rings are selling, are damn near sold out. And yeah, y'all but we so had less. Scary because in any other, if we do like in a post engagement, if we do something, love and light always. They be like win. love and light, love and light, but love and light. The truth is, no, but we had less money and dicks rings. That's why it's. But they're moving sell out. more quickly than the others. Only are they? 20. I feel like the duality ring is moving. I'm just saying of the love and light and money and dicks, the money and dicks is, is, oh, is going. I saw quickly. what our queen, boy, I cracked up. I know. <laughs> I was like, yo, she's killing me. Anyway, very happy, very grateful for the support. And also, I'm I'm feeling, I'm in my feelings. I should take an edible. I am just... I just feel like, you know, there are bigger podcasts out there, right? There are people who are making millions of dollars off their podcast, yada, yada, cool, cool, cool. But they beef with their audience. Like they're always talking. Yeah, they're always talking about how their audience feels entitled. Their audience is coming for them. Like half the people that watch them don't really like them and... And are mean to them sometimes. And, like, we play around about, like, people coming for a, well, really me sometimes. But, like, not, people really don't that much at all. People have been so supportive and writing. I don't know if they're writing you, but they're writing me and saying, I'm so proud of you guys. Wishing you much success. So proud of the merch. So proud of the site. I know how much this meant to you. I think (laughs) because they know that I'm really high strong. Why y'all not saying that to me? Because I'm the one that was like, we have to launch this merch. Come on. I think they know that, like, you're like, we need to rest. And I'm like, (laughs) come on. But I'm just so grateful for that. I'm so grateful for our community because I do. It was interesting when we were, we, we have, like, someone helping us with the launch. And so she was reading the comments. And she was under the impression that most of the people that were buying the merch were our friends. Like, our personal friends that we, like, know and hang out with. And like the people that were commenting. And I was like, we have never met these people, but they are our friends. Like we, that's how we talk to them because we really fuck with them and they really fuck with us. And like, it's an actual community we built. And it just made me so happy. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. I had to sit back and just think like, wow, not everybody has this. And... Only only the real ones. It's only a real ones around the way. So I really, really appreciate Thank you, our everybody. community. Yeah. I really do. Shout out to getting help with things as well. Slowly but surely. Getting Shout help out. with all of the things. So And that is a big part of that is due to our patrons who basically help us get help so that we can do more. Because without help, I don't know if we would be able to do the things that we have on the horizon. So, in other news, I'm going to Philly this weekend. Yes, I'm going, going, back, back. Child, this <laughs> I, is this weekend. I was like, what? It's Memorial Day, Sunday? Yes. I'm going this weekend. I'm very excited. We have a girls' 
day plan on Sunday. I don't know if I'm where I'm staying or who I'm staying. Can I stay with you? Sure. You said it on the text and everybody responded. You're the one that didn't follow up. Oh, I don't think you responded. <laughs> Did you want to stay with me? Because you could have just asked me like, directly. <laughs> everybody responded that I could stay with them, but you. And I was like, hmm. I wonder if she. <laughs> I wonder if she wants to record or. You better not have me record nothing. Absolutely not. We have the girl. We have to record. We have an episode due that week. What do you mean? We have to record while I'm there. I'm gonna be there from Friday. I'm gonna be there from Saturday <sighs> to Tuesday. Why are you like this? Y'all, Shanti does not want me in her house. <laughs> That's so I fucked up. I forgot we had to record. No, I'm just saying that about the recording. Yes, we, we do. We can record. I can actually... We'll see. But we do need to record. Honestly, I might have to come back Monday night, so we might have to record separately anyway. But we'll see. I'll be in Philly. I'm excited for that. What else? The playoffs are on. I would love to talk to Shanti about it, but she don't give... It just Super. seems so interesting, though the the intrigue, the drama, the the it's inside very dramatic. Jokes. Yeah. I oh, I wish I. Do you knew. look at my stories? Do you get any of my no, stories? No, I have no idea what you're stuff? talking about. I'm just like these black men with the balls in their hands. <laughs> it's so funny because that's when my DMs come alive, and it's like not people trying to shoot their shot. It's like men like really talking to me about the game, and then they go away immediately. They're like, okay, bye. Um. The playoffs are actually really good. Been a lot of who's in the playoffs, blowouts. Queen, girl, the Brooklyn. Well, the only thing that we care about is that the Sixers are the Sixers are the number oh. one seed in the East. Oh, trust the process. But the Brooklyn Nets, I think that the Sixers will definitely get to the Eastern Conference Finals because I am from Philadelphia. I'm going to say Sixers and six. I do believe they will be playing the Brooklyn Nets in the finals, which will be an uphill battle. But What's I don't Philly believe that they're – listen, exa- the, the Rocky story. I don't believe that their offense can deal with our defense. As long as Joel Embiid plays really well and at his full capacity every game and Ben Simmons makes like two yes, shots, ben. I'm just asking for two shots, Nigga. we can do it. Is ben and Danny Simmons Green white? doesn't Danny Green – no, Ben oh. Simmons is he basically Very looked white. white. He's Australian oh. and he's lighter than me, child. Is he Aborigine? I don't know. No, no. I don't think so. He black, but he he's white. He is pale. He was dating Kendall Jenner. He was also dating Ten Tenashi. Is that how you say her name? Tenashe. Tenashoes. <laughs> you know who that is? <laughs> I don't know who that is. I don't know what that girl sings. But she's a singer. She's apparently really talented, and he broke her heart. Fuck him. Because he's, he left her for Kendall Jenner. Then they, him and Kendall Jenner broke up, and then Kendall Jenner started dating Devin Booker, who's on The Suns. Mm. And Devin Booker is who's a lot Kendall, cuter. The, the white one? The white, 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 tall one. Even the white, the white, tall one? one. <gasps> she likes black men, too? Yeah, she with the shits, but she dates ball players. She doesn't date rappers. Not her style. Thank you. That makes me infuriated. Actually, like shout out to you the thought short, she was dating white older people? one. Yeah, the I thought short, she was who, dating Courtney. Yeah, like she keeps it real. She she stays in her lane. Like her her her. You dysfunctional think if you think Courtney man. has not been taken down by 
a plethora of but black the, men. The dysfunctional white men steal her heart. Like they, she loves. Oh, them. definitely. She's. De- we're gonna get to talk about that later. She's love, definitely like. I really like Scott. Why do you like him? Do you know, know anything know about him? About him, I know. I just like the way he looks. I like how dry he is and how mean he is. I like just like to watch him when I would watch him. I'd be like, <laughs> he he's like who you would think Larry David was young. He's Have you seen Larry David Larry Young? David. I want you to Google Larry David Young. Somebody came at me and was like, you ain't have to post that picture of Larry David. And I was like, because when I was saying, who would you want to fuck, Larry David or Adam Levine? Not Adam and Levine. Then, they, then they came back and was like, wait, I just Googled him young. That ain't it either. He looks terrible. <laughs> Google him you right guys, now, please. You're a Libra, so you just all can about the look. Can you please, everybody care. listening to this podcast, please Google. No, you have to see it. Wait, I've seen serious? Him young. I've seen him. No, you have. Yes, I have. I looked him up. Do you see what yes, I see? He's, he's a black Jew. Look at him. <laughs> he is a black Jew. Look at him. Yes. Shanti. He and that man, man never had it. hair. Never. And his, he Never. came out the head just balding. Came out Yo, his Yo, it's vagina. this one. No, he killing it right here. Bang, bang. Got him. Wow. 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 What a king. Look at him. Oh. Look at the legs. I love. <laughs> <laughs> I live. All Smashing right. the baddest bitches If you're on the Patreon, game. then you understand what the fuck we're looking at. That is scary. Um, Moving right the fuck along. I got my nails done. I would like to shout out the God. young black queen. And I would like to shout out Around the Way Curls because they paid for it so I could take pictures Girl. of the merch. Everybody has been commenting on this. Like, You're in, this suits your hands so well. When I tell you I'm typing, like I can't do it. Are you going to keep I, up with this? No, no, no. But somebody, shout out to, I forget her name. She hit me in a DM and was like, just so you know, I've been looking at your nail stories and getting upset. You can get a nice set. Of press-ons for seven dollars, sis. But I don't want to put that nail, no, that glue, because no, this is a gel. It. I don't know what they call a press gel thing. So it's supposed to be healthier. Anyway, it's a young black queen, very young girl, uh, who does them outside of her house in Flatbush. You know, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna support the people. Girl, so, if you don't keep getting your nails done, what is her? Na- I can't afford it. This they're not even long. Just get First gel all, nails. Get. Gels with your nails. I understand that, but my nails are so short, it still looks childish. No, it doesn't. Yes, it's, it does. No, it's Girl, the how pink, you gonna tell me? Pinkston. I'm gonna show you. The, Her name on. on Instagram is snipped n n polished underscore. Please follow her and support her. If you're in Brooklyn, if you're in New York, she has such great service, great attention to detail. And it's super duper professional. And I just, I fuck with her heavy. Uh, next, um, oh, so I, I'm going to, this is my last one. People have been in my DMs for some reason asking me how I save my money and to give tips and tricks. I deprive myself daily and that's how I save money. I don't do nice things for myself, like get my nails done. And that is literally how I save money. But I also treat savings as a bill. So if you can, you can look at your budget. Something that I did was that I wrote out my budget, exactly what I bring in every month, put down all of my essentials, all my utilities, expenses, whatever, and then recorded every single dollar I spent for two months. 
and I was and I categorized each each um, each spend as essential or non-essential. And I took a look at, I sorted, I did this in Excel sheet, I sorted by essential or non-essential, took a peek at how I was spending my money and figured out ways where I could trim. But I also was able to then determine how much money I could put away each month and treat it as a bill. So I pay either the first or the 15th, whenever folks get paid, whatever your paycheck it, you know, your, your, your payment calendar. I don't know what the, what is the word for that? Your pay. Whenever you get paid. Yeah, but there's a child payment cycle, something like that. Anyway, treat it like a bill child. That's the best way to have discipline. Just treat it. It, It's the recording the two months. Cause I lied to you and I'm so sorry. I lied to you and I was like, yeah, my groceries are like, she said, y'all, she said she spent $300 on groceries a month. I said, no, you don't. You spend about six, $700 a month at I least. spend $600 yeah, of course. this month. But I also, it's because I also started shopping at Whole Foods. I'm never, I'm not shopping there ever again. I'm never shopping there again. <laughs> because my but bills weren't pay- like that. My bill, I got a lot. You get a lot more bang for your buck, but I got at Trader Joe's. But I got so tired of Trader Joe's. But not everything at Trader Joe's is organic and things like that. Nothing. It's nice. I there are some things. There's like I can't get certain like specialty things at Whole Foods, but there has to be a way. There has to be a way. I said what? Keep record. I'm surprised that you recorded it. Keep recording even when you go to Trader Joe's. I think you'll be surprised as well. How it's much definitely that over. Up. It's definitely over three hundred. When you said that, I was like, "What? Especially the fuck are you talking about?" I haven't been eating out either. I've been cooking all my meals, and I've been like buying dumb stuff. But you know what? I also realized that I'm not going to trim down. Like that's what I. I'm just some things. I'm. I'm not no. going to deprive myself of food. That's no, never that I don't do that, that with deprived. food. The only thing that I will do is I'll look at it and I do mark eating out as non-essential. Yeah. Groceries are essential. Eating out, non-essential. But you do need to have some non-essential. Like you have to have some entertainment in your fucking life and enjoy life. Mm-hmm. So I count it towards that. Um, and some people would count entertainment differently. But like... Yeah, I'm going to buy my kombucha. It's overpriced yeah. and expensive. I'm going to buy my coconut yogurt. It's overpriced and expensive. But that is my purchase. Girl, you need Period. to try chia pudding. Oh, my I ha- God. I make it myself. You make chia pudding? Yeah. With what? With the chia seeds. And what? I make it with just chia seeds and, well, I it's oats. It's either oats or the coconut yogurt. Oh, what? No. Overnight. My friend made it with coconut milk. It was the most milk. delicious thing I've ever eaten in my life. I Who said, is your friend? My <laughs> friend Blue. You know oh, Blue. have I ever met this person? You never met Blue. Blue lives so in my mom's house. I've never met any of your friends. Okay, moving <sighs> right along. Well, um, <laughs> I, I'm just going to keep you guys up on my motherhood um escapades because it's just it's just been a journey it's just been a real journey i'm currently reading raising free people unschooling as liberation and healing work by akila s richards shout out to her and her seemingly amazing family um it i think it just came out because they're talking about 
the pandemic and about how so many mm. parents who never, you know, spent day in, day out with their children, never spent, were never really necessarily required to be hands-on with their kids. The education all of a sudden are like in these spaces with their kids all day and are freaking Staring out. So there's like reference to that. But she talks about her journey as um, a mother and as a scholar. She and her husband were both maybe not, they weren't academics, but very much followed like the traditional educational route. She's born of Caribbean parents. So, you know, very kind of like strict um, discipline and putting school first. And they have two daughters and their daughters were um, in school up to, I think, second and fourth grade, doing really, really well, like excelling academically, but not liking school. And it's just basically about their unraveling and how they went from schooling their kids to, quote unquote, homeschooling their kids, where you're basically building your curriculum for your kids to unschooling your kids, which is mm. basically it's it's you as a parent are unschooling all of the paradigms of what you think you should be doing, how you should be teaching your kid, how you should be co coerced co coercing your kids. I think that's the word, co coercion, but coercing your kids and making them like forcing them to do things because you think because you think it's going to make them safe, you think it's going to make them successful, you think it's going to make them respectful, all of these things. And it's just been a really really great read and I'm curious if other people have read this or if there's other unschooling cuz unschooling is completely different from homeschooling which I think I'm very much attached to like having a curriculum and having her have a tutor and having her have mm -hmm. her days filled with activities um, and people, but they're like, no. And they sold their house and like travel around with their kids and I don't know what they're doing, <laughs> but they just live in a free ass life. And I think what's been coming up for me, we went, um, to Target yesterday because she needs some summer clothes. And so I knew that she needed summer clothes. And so we go there and Target has like the little kids and then they have like kind of like this teeny bopper, the pre-teens, the tweens, mm -hmm. and then they have full grown teen, young, like young women to women. And so she's really into these new styles and clothes that are real. they're all really, really cute. Um, but so much stuff came up for me while shopping around one being, co again, coer co I don't know how to say the word. Coerce. Coercing her into what I want for her, just in terms of her clothes choices um, and doing this weird thing of like giving her an option and then taking uh -huh. it away. And being like, what do you mean? Like saying, oh, do you want, you want to wear, you want these shorts? And then she'll like, yeah, I love those shorts. I love them. And then I'll start filling up with all my anxiety around money comes up. My anxiety around, you know, are the shorts too short? Are they, you oh. know, is she going to grow out of them? 
you know, should mm-hmm. I be buying brand new stuff? Shouldn't I just go to the thrift store? Just all of my upbringing co- kept mm-hmm. comes up and my, the most important thing, this, this idea of spoiling came up because my mom and dad rarely ever took me to go buy brand new clothes. It was always like thrift stores, always cheap stuff. It was always, I, I just never like had that experience where you just go buy a bunch of brand new shit. Mm-hmm. And that's just how, that's how I think about, especially with clothes and things like material things, like, you know, with the car, I never think about that buying new things are necessary. Like, why don't you just get the cheaper things? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, that, so I kept doing this like stop and go with her, which is really, really confusing for a kid that has no sense of what the fuck I'm talking about. And it's like, you can get these jeans. And I'm like, never mind. No, 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 no. You can't get these jeans. And so then it's like this disappointment thing. And then I go back and I'm like, all right, well, maybe you can get these jeans. It was just like a whole thing. And then the final thing that came up was like, oh, am I spoiling her? And I, it just, I spun back into my whole thing with my, m- stuff that comes up with my mom is that everything is very transactional. It's mm-hmm. like, if I'm doing this for this person, you know, what am I going to get in, re- deter- in return? Does this person deserve it? Am I going to ruin her somehow by giving her new nice things that she's excited about? And it was... I had to like stop myself and I was like, holy shit, because I've never, I've never, it's always very subtle. You know, I, I can feel this kind of like energy through me, but it's always very subtle. And then it hit mm-hmm. me like, you're being transactional with her because you have like this worth and tr- and this like transactional thing that your mom still does with you. And you're like putting this on your kid right now. And... Mm. When she came, I got all this stuff, and I was like, fuck that. Like, I got all this stuff. The shit was cute. She looked great in it. Got all this stuff. We went home. And then she was like, she was <laughs> she was also really shocked that I got all this stuff. She was like, wow, that was, you know, she was really grateful. And then she was like, are you, are you going to spoil me? And am I, you don't, and I was like, no, Jojo, like, you deserve nice things. There's nothing, yeah. you deserve really nice things. You deserve new things. They make you feel happy and, like, you deserve that. And, you know. And it's not it, out of your reach. It's not out of your reach. And it's not, it's not, another thing that I saw that I was, this pattern of, like, her not getting what she wanted because she knew intuitively that a certain size didn't fit her. You know JoJo. She's thin. She's a petite little thing. She is 10, but she doesn't fit clothes for 10-year-olds. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, why am I getting these teeny tiny shorts? And I knew she knew that those big clothes didn't fit her. In the past, she would just acquiesce and be like, all right. She'd take the jeans home, and she wouldn't like how they looked in them. And I would feel somehow like all right, well, you're going to grow in them. Now I have space. It's just this weird. It's just so weird versus it being like, no, she knew what size fit her. She knew what she liked. 
and she deserves to get them. And like, mm. period, period. And, and you're not spoiled because you get nice she things. She was grateful for them, right? She was grateful. And why would I think that she was going to be, be spoiled? But it, it just took me back to my own condition mm. that I have with my mom that like, you get, if you get the, I got better, I had a better quality of life than my <clears throat> brothers and sisters had. And so then she often plays, I was spoiled. And it's like, mm. I, I got a basic lifestyle. <laughs> like I wasn't, <laughs> I got basic things. Like it was really basic. But anyway, I just, I, I go back to the unschooling because I'm just understanding the more free I am, the more free she is. Like the more free I really, really fucking am and not just theory, like this theory that I have, the more that I live my own unraveling and unschooling myself from like ideas, theories, conditioning, schedules, routines, activities, whatever, the more I unravel from that and I live it, the more she can. And I've just been realizing I'm just kind of in this space where like I have all this theory, but I'm not, I'm still learning how to practice it, but the more that I learn, the more it's going to benefit her. <sighs> so it's been crazy Shout couple weeks because these have just been big things. I, it like punched me in my stomach at Target yesterday. And I was like, what? Not at Target. Revelation. Shout at out Target. to Target. Target will do that to you though because that shit add up. Be it like, does. Fuck. And you're constantly like, what do I need this? Do I? But that's how I shop. Do I need this? Do I? If it's a thrift store, then I'm like, oh, I'll get it. It's nothing. But like any other place, I'm like, no, I, 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 I don't. Yeah. Um, I finished Game of Thrones. You finished? Yeah, I finished. I it. think it's fucking crazy that you watched. You watched the long night and literally never mentioned. No, we've a just been having it too to much me. going on. It just did. It just. It just my feelings and my ideas aren't going to go anywhere. But I think I'm going to share my final thoughts for Patreon. So if you're a Patreon, you better stay on and talk to me about it. You should watch our. Well, no, we should make a final thoughts video. Shandi's final thoughts on Patreon. Um, I will just say that. Don't say anything. Okay, I won't say anything. You Um, called it, though. I'll give it to you. You called it like season three. You were like, I don't really fuck with her. (laughs) Ah, shit. I'm not feeling her. I'm like, how do you not fuck with Danny Khaleesi? And you're like, nah. Oh, I have so much she- to say. Um, so if you are not on Patreon and you want to hear this and you want to see us, then you should definitely sign up for our Patreon it's weekly $5 videos show. for $5. $5 hour. <laughs> <sighs> that is that. Moving right along. Politics is usually wow. I don't know what the fuck is going on really in the world. It's falling because apart. I am right. I know that I forget her name, but that bitch in the Republican Party. I'm sorry, but I don't know what that white woman's name is, but she is a the devil. And basically, something tick. She, what's her name? I don't know. Oh God. Anyway, she's basically. She said that. Um, here she go, Taylor Green. Oh. <laughs> She's nuts. She said that she compares um, the mask mandate to the Holocaust. Oh. 
dead ass. And like people were like, but now, you know, you can't say anything about the Holocaust because then it was like anti-Semitic. And I was Wait, like, why? I don't know what, if it's anti-Semitic. Pa- what are the parallels? What are the parallels? Green? There are none, but she said that and she stands by it. She was like, it's uh, you're marching people in to get vaccinations oh. and demanding that they wear masks and have ID cards. That happened years ago. You want to know when? It was when the Holocaust, and it was just like, what? How could you? Girl. How could you dumb the Holocaust Super down? Slow. Like, girl, Super the Holocaust slow. was bad now. This this is nothing. Like, Super What? Slow. It just shows the amount of crazy. And so Democrats have been going ham and being like, you guys need to to condemn her statement. And then Meghan McCain was fucking annoying on The View. And thank God Whoopi and Joy Behar got her shit together. You know, I love me some but you honey. <laughs> I hate <laughs> Meghan so much. And I love Joy. And Joy was like... How fuck you think this? And Joy was straight like, Joy's I've been Jewish, doing this for she? twenty. No, she's Italian. Oh, Italian. She's like, I've been doing this. She was like, I've been talking about anti-Semitism and speaking out against it for twenty-five years. I've been on this show for twenty-five years. I resent your statement because she, Megan, was saying that the hosts never talk about anti-Semitism. The uh, and the only reason why they're talking about it now is because a Republican said something bad. And like misspoke or whatever, and she's an, a born Republican. So, but when Ilian Omar said it, nobody had these kind of feelings. They were like, we spoke out about it then as well. So, long story short, Joy was like, I've been on here for twenty five. I gotta send you a clip. I've been on here for twenty five years. And Megan was like, Yeah, I know. And just being a spoiled little brat, she is. Yeah, I know. And I've been on here for four. So what I was talking over her, and Joy was like, Oh yeah, well that that exactly. So you should show some respect. Some respect. I've been here for twenty five motherfucking years, and I was like, "You've been around for twenty five years." I love Joy Behar. I love her. Barbara, some sort of skin reaction. You see that? What happened? Little bumps. Oh no! Kind of hot and bothered, girl. Anxiety. I know. Anyway, but I don't really know what's going on. I know that Andrew Yang is fucking tripping. He's dead to me. Um, I really liked him when he ran for president, but now he's showing his true colors. Yeah, he stands with the victims in Israel and said nothing about Palestine. And then that $1,000 a month that he wants to give each American, what he didn't say, it's to it will replace all of the programs in place that help Americans like Head Start, like. I don't know shit like Head Start. I don't. I've never been in it. I don't know them. But that doesn't work either. Like, so you're gonna get rid of that? No. Like, people need both, Wait, and people need a living fucking wage. Yang still in the gang? What's he? What's he? What's he's he? Tr- he's running for. Oh, he's running for New York City mayor. Oh, okay. And then they fucking asked him what his favorite subway stop was, and this motherfucker chose hell. He chose. Penn Station. We were like, no way are you a fucking New Yorker. You chose that place. That's the worst place in the world. Well, Penn Station is a, literal hell. They made a New York. The New York Times made a image of him um, coming up the stairs with a tourist, like "I love New York," a tourist shirt on. And Andrew got mad and was like, you made a character of me with slanty eyes. And I was like, how other way were they going to? It didn't look like the New York Times made 
Michelle Obama look like a fucking buffoon. Like it was a terrible character. It was the New York Times that did that, I, wasn't I, it? I, um, no, it wasn't that a, New a publication in Australia. It was New it was oh, the, the New Yorker. Yorker. That's different. Yeah, it was New, New Yorker. Yorker. And I, I, I think it was New York or New York. I don't remember which one it was, but um, they're like, he, he was. All right, well, you know. we don't stand for Asian caricature. Stop Asian It didn't hate, look like a character to me. Listen, I won't get in trouble. Andrew Yang can suck a dick, though, at this point. He's <laughs> really on my, he's on my, <laughs> he's on my nerves. Um, moving right along. Oh, I saw this on a La Shade Room. The couple, remember the white couple that went viral for pulling their guns out and, like, pointing their, like... Mm-hmm. Guns at Black Black Lives Matter protesters. Yes, that were pro- the walk marching past their um, home. They are now running for Senate in Missouri. <laughs> so everybody in Missouri who listens, make sure your raggedy asses are voting and paying attention to who's running. Scary shit. And then on a very sobering note. Uh, this we are recording not when this comes out but we are recording on the anniversary of George Floyd's death and murder I was really curious to see how people were going to handle this because I just like I I don't like the thank you for what you did posts I get them completely they just rub me the, the wrong way a little bit because George Floyd didn't ask for this. He didn't ask to be a martyr. He asked to be a man and just wanted to live his life. And so it's just still really sad to me. Um, it's sad to a lot of people, but I don't know. I, 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 I saw some, some uh, organizations who I think handled it really well, but I don't know. What are you, what are your thoughts on this? Um, I mean, yeah, similarly, I saw a lot of posts about it. Um, you know, I think that I don't I don't know if this country, if people really know how to deal with like the trauma, the PTSD that we hmm. experience, you know. And so I think everyone's just trying to like manage that, but with no real practice, no real rituals or real like ways in which we, we deal with grief. So everybody's just trying to figure it the fuck out. Um, But this country is just so (laughs) fucking traumatic. Like, I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't know. We, you know, the tributes are important. Um, yeah. Well, I hope that everyone took a moment um, out of their day on Monday to just reflect on his life, on what happened, and also to take care of themselves. I was really grateful that at my job, um, a bunch of people wrote in our like company-wide chat that is wild, by the way, and which is like gentle reminder that today is the anniversary of George George Floyd's murder. So, for our black and brown 
um, for everybody. colleagues and coworkers. Yeah. Well, they, this is this is a white person who wrote mm-hmm. it. For our black and brown colleagues and coworkers, it might be a, a very difficult day, and we need to be mindful of that while working. Thank you. I was like, shout out to you. You know who you are. Is you, does your um, company honor Juneteenth? Oh, yeah. They gave us off that Friday. They honor it. They have a whole, like, festival that's leading up A festival? Shut up. A virtual festival what that they're doing. What y'all doing for the Juneteenth Festival? I'm not, a, I'm not on the committee, but they, they put together these amazing... I'm serious. They put together these amazing... Um, like, every, like, this was Mental Health Month. We didn't talk about that at all because we're not raggedy. Well. And not well, but we kind of cover <laughs> mental health every episode we talk about to show apparently. how crazy we are. Um, but every, every, I think Monday and Thursday of this month, they had like some sort of optional after hours event. Like they had one on fat phobia. They had one on surviving trauma. Like they go in on this stuff and they record the sessions. You can watch them later. Just often. What's fucked up is that I'm just on a new brand at my job and so I'm too busy to attend these things mm-hmm. and then I'm like after work I gotta worry about the podcast I could clean my room maybe work out like I gotta so I don't really get to take advantage mm-hmm. but I do appreciate the emphasis and the effort that goes into it because they're not doing it for like fun and they're not doing it for like a quota like they really stand behind um taking care of humans first so I'm I'm grateful. Grateful. Shout out to your company. Shout out to Do them. Do they know that you have a podcast made. and another business? Uh, a couple people hit me up and was like, I listen to your podcast. And I was like, don't tell nobody about <laughs> it. So shout out to you. You know who you are. They was like, yeah, girl, I know who you are. I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, you don't. Shut the fuck up. Um, pop culture. Did you listen to J. Cole's album yet, I Hater? I have a chance, but wow. I will. I will tomorrow in the shower. I feel that you won't listen. I need to I get AirPods. Be... I hate those things. I need to get... I have them, but I hate them. Let me get them from you. You definitely from shouldn't. No, you <laughs> definitely shouldn't because you will lose them, bitches. Like, you will lose one of them like this. I will say they're amazing because they, they, they charge so quickly, but... You'll lose them, and they get caught I'll in my hair when the wind run. blows. You can't run in them. You got to get the sport ones then. Can't run. In I mean, them. people the do run in the them. Point. They fall out my ears though. You have with large, sweat, loose ears. I'm talking about my large loose. That's vagina. the only thing that's loose on me, <laughs> <laughs> bitch. Fucking tight no, I will vagina. Not sell them. I, 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 okay, I'll, I'll sell them what? to you for like five hundred dollars. Sure. That's how much they cost. Do you want them? No, they don't. I'm moving right along. Reggaeton artist. I don't know say? how to say his name. Reggaeton. Okay. <laughs> artist Nfasis. N F A S I S. I don't know who that is. I was so is. upset. Did I you hated see? That. He showed so up to mad. his wedding like he was walking down South Street, child. And that speaking of South woman. Street, didn't you just go on a date on, down South Street? Why would you do that? We <laughs> when you were like, I'm somewhere. getting, 
I'm oh, getting dinner at South Street. Oh, you're too good like, to even have food at South Street? No, you fucking told me that you were like, why am I here? It's just nothing but little kids stressing me out. Like, I don't belong no, where here. we ate was I good. I see you but- eating dinner in like Old City, Rittenhouse, West Philly, not South Street. Their, their Detroit style pizza in South Street is worth the... <laughs> Where did you go? It was so funny. What is it called? Emmy Squared. Oh, I don't even know. We that. were walking down South Street and I was just looking at the men and I was like, oh, I don't know if the internet should come back here. <laughs> and she was like, she was like, no, no, you know, you never know. And then right when he said that, there's two girls, first of all, eating whole ass platters leaned up against the wall. I love and it. two men in front of them, and he's like, I can't get a piece of bread. You can't give me no bread. You can't <laughs> can I get a piece. And then Rashid was like, Oh, well, never mind. <laughs> <There's> no- <laughs> <laughs> I was like, No, this no. is just the ghetto. I don't know either. I'm starting to think about it. Like, maybe things will look up for me here and who, something will who shift. Who was I with? And they're like, Nah, Philly stuff happened. You just don't look to me, Internet. I my prime was. But I will look to you when I come back. I'm gonna look to you to guide me. Or you know, the, our raggedy ass friends don't know. Where do you think I go? Oh my you gotta god! Ask then Amanda. I'm not coming Amanda back. Be out in these streets. Amanda be at the fucking bar <laughs> That's right. on the corner, <laughs> and I'm not going. <laughs> Smoking fucking hookah. I'm good. Love enjoy. No diss. Maybe sometimes, but not every night. She gonna say I no diss. Joe. Let me tell you though, I will really if I move to Philly, if I move to Philly, because now it's the if, if I move to Philly, I would dead ass drive up to New York to Brooklyn every fucking weekend. On the that's summer. what happens. That's what most people do for a good like year, and then they stop. Wow. Most transports when they come to Philly, they still go for a year, and then they stop because they find their way or they lose hope and settle into their or they just give up hope and just settle into it settle into the despair and they settle in with freeway speaking of freeway the god my home girl you know her and you love her the girl with all the kids who you follow Mm -hmm. who i saw on the weekend she said i didn't know that she used to live in philly and she was like i lived across the street from freeway and his breath used to Think it used he used to try to holler at me every day, and finally one day I was like, "Nigga, your breath is killing me." And he was like, "Bitch, why you treat me like that?" <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! When she told me that, I was like, "Yes, that makes sense." <laughs> Moving right along, <laughs> she was like, "I oh my god, it, Philly is Philly is just a mess." It is Philly is, is shout out to Philly though. I love it. Gritty. I can't wait to visit this weekend. Uh, Drake won Artist of the Decade, How which is ridiculous that? to me. How do you feel about that? You ain't gonna I say that man shouldn't win Artist of the Decade. Who who else should have won it? Let me think. J. Cole? Nah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I guess. Let me think. I guess it's Drake. Drake? Shanti. Drake? Shanti, name me. <laughs> Because first of all, I forgot you were going to look at this, and I saw you tried to get a hit. I want you, because I knew your hate and ass was going to be like, who else would win? I want you to name me five Drake songs. I Go. can't. I don't know the names of songs. Five. Sing them. Girl, you know you've been hurt before. <laughs> <laughs> okay, take care. That's how I'll it goes. I'll take but... care of um, the song. Uh, the song where the girl's like, I'm on my. Are you home right now? 
Or she's like on the phone. She's like, are you drunk right now? And he's like, you know what I'm talking about. You don't even know that song. Are you drunk right now? And he's like, uh. Is this an interlude? Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Can you please just name three Drake songs? I don't know the songs. And then he's on a, we just, we just mobbing. You know more than you think. in my shirt. Zebedee and mobbing. <laughs> <laughs> What's the other drum where all the kids were dancing to? Uh, what about baby? Uh, baby, like, yes. yeah, there you yeah, go. That's a good one. That's a great. What's one. that called? Baby. I don't okay. know the names. So she doesn't know that. What about the one where he was giving away all the money in the videos? Yeah. I'm so, I'm so, I'm so proud of you. I'm so, I'm so, I'm so. I'm so, I'm so, I'm so, I'm so. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> And then the one with Laura right. Hill. What was his? What was and his first right. hit? And it's on a dun 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 again a deep dunk. And a dee 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 dee. The one with Laura Hill. What was this number? What was his song? The first song that came out. You know, I'm with Lauren Hill. I'm telling it. It she still had the Lauren Hill sample. Ah, take it from me. You're fucking killing me, Auntie. The best I ever had was this first single, I think. He was the best I ever had. Best I ever had. You don't remember I don't that know song? His first single. Fuck Drake. You know that his song. His songs be banging though. I do bang with his songs. I just chilling don't with know no them. makeup on. That's when you the prettiest. Yeah, I hope yeah, that yeah. you don't take it wrong. Yeah. What about his song with Kendrick? <sighs> What's Poetic song? Justice? Oh. You didn't block that. I don't out. like that song. All right. And that should tell you everything you need to know. So now, everyone, what I want Shanti to do is <laughs> name me <laughs> five Arrested Development songs. Everyday Go. people, Mr. <laughs> Wilson, Mama's Always on Stage, Dig Your Hands in the Dirt. But that, that, that was, was my four. childhood, though. That was four. One uh, more. What's my favorite? No, let me share with you some news. As I sit on my something watching the news, there has been a rude awakening that I had something to my feet. Had I don't know, revolution, revolution. Anyway, so if you didn't know, this was an auntie podcast. Oh, I need you to bring my charger. Please. Oh my God. I was just about to say, if you didn't know this was an auntie podcast, <laughs> then this was like, Passy, my purse. Here's Come some, some water. Come change the channel. Come turn up my mic. Can you bring me my charger, please? This is wildly unprofessional. I'm upset. Um, what else? ASAP Rocky professed his love for Rihanna. Did what you know did he that? say? Are they together? He said, when you know you. Girl. All right. I'm moving. I'm, I, thought she's, I thought she's hiding it. She is just not telling nobody, but they be all up in Barbados. Girl, he I, said, when you know, know you know. He she's He I said she's he a million of them other bitches. I know she is. She, she makes up a million of them when you know you know. And you want to know what she said? Not a thing. She, was like she a probably read night. that article in the morning and rolled her eyes and turned back over and went to sleep. Because that's Rihanna. Yes. Rihanna don't give a fuck about anything. And I love her for that. She That's... loves hard. Pisces, Rihanna is deeply unwell when it comes to I know. I'm, I'm sure she loves hard, but she's not going to tell us. 
Shout out to her. I think, also, I feel I like she's playing so stuff cute. close to the Do chest. Do you think now. he's cute? I'm not attracted to him. But you know I what? know that he's supposed to be beautiful. I think his skin is beautiful. Oh, he's I think it was so genius cute. to have him as a Fenty ambassador. But when I hear him speak, But you I know what? I don't think dry. he's given what Chris Brown gave in the bed. Chris Brown's penis is huge. I would just feel like have their you chemistry seen that? was probably like crazy. I don't think oh, ASAP yeah. is given what he gave, child. I don't think nobody. He, it's not giving me what it's supposed to give. Mm. <laughs> I don't know, but Chris looks unwell. So unwell. He looks smoked it's the, out. And it's the light. I'm stressed like, for you him. You can't smoke cigarettes and do a lot of stuff when you white or light skin because that should just show up on your face. <laughs> 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 <You> just, <laughs> that shit like just goes down real fast. Oh, Yo. those white walkers. Anyway, you got something on here. Charlemagne the God. Do you know about this? Oh my, no. You don't even you know just who Kwame this. Brown you is. You just missed this though. Why would you go past Timberland and Swiss Beats having a versus? They Th already have one. It's the second one. That's what started versus. Did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who won? Who won then? That was years ago, Shanti. Who won? They just hopped on live and were just battling each other. And it was so much fun. Nobody won. It, it wasn't a production. They just were going back and forth and trading songs. Oh. And it was amazing. That's where verses came from. They used to go the on Genesis. and battle each other. God is good. Wow, y'all. When I good. tell y'all Shanti does not... Shanti is reading... Shanti, you're reading books about, you know... What was I reading about? Kid. Let me give me a, a synopsis. You were reading of what about homeschooling your kid <laughs> and basically um, wow. unlearning mm -hmm. the bullshit. Okay, that's I summed it up. You that took forever it. to say it. That's basically, but that was it. You're welcome. I don't know who Kwame Brown is, child. I don't know who he is, but anybody <sighs> Kwame, Kwame Brown was drafted, the number one draft pick. And he went, he was he he ended up being drafted by Michael Jordan. But Michael Jordan, around that time, because you know Michael Jordan, I think it, it was the Hornets at that time, I, I think. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Um, but anyway, Michael Jordan is not easy on new players. Kwame Brown said he never made him cry. But Kwame Brown was supposed to be like the next big thing, and he never turn he just never was a star and he was drafted number one which is huge and he was under Michael Jordan's wing now we know that Michael Jordan is terrible at drafting people and a terrible like he's 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 Mentor. not he's a great player he's not good in the office I don't know all. what happened but this Kwame came up in the middle of a podcast that Charlemagne was on and Charlemagne came to his everybody's making fun of him and Kwame finally barked back He's been the laughing stock of the of like the league for years, and he finally was like, "Fuck y'all!" And he came at Matt Barnes and his co-host. But that's not what this is about, though. I know, but that's what oh. Charlemagne was discussing. Okay, he came to his defense, and he was like saying that Kwame must don't have had fuck a, with him. Don't mess with him. That his um his father was serving life for allegedly beating his girlfriend with an axe handle and burying her mm -hmm. alive. He also said that his brother killed the mother of his child and then tried, like, just basically put out all of his family's, his father and his father's son's business, who Kwame apparently had no relation with. It wasn't like this was 
this was something that happened within his um, childhood, you know, because he wasn't he didn't have a relationship with his dad. And then Kwame says, you want to know you you talk as if you know me. Called Charlemagne rape case guy Charlemagne the God that actually pled guilty and got away with that. You want to talk about a brother that I never met because my father had a son outside of his marriage, just like DJ Envy's cheating ass. And you're gonna put it out to the world like I'm some kind of killer, which I don't think that's what Charlemagne was trying to do at all. But Kwame no. got really mad, clapped back, and brought no, up. He's been clapping back at everybody. You're not on Twitter. Kwame's been giving it to folks. Well, he really gave it to Charlemagne and brought up to my attention something that I didn't, I was never aware of that apparently, mm, I don't know how many years ago, tw 15 years ago, um, Charlemagne had a 15-year-old girl under his care. Um, it says that the victim... It says that others, they've been talking about this accusation of him, him committing the rape and getting away with it because he had a high-profile lawyer. Evidently, there was no evidence of semen on, you know, within the girl. But so he got away and he pled guilty to another charge of just like... A lesser charge. A lesser charge. Um, he was acquitted. But... A lot of folks, charge. including the child's victim's mother, who claims Charlemagne the God knew the victim well, is guilty of raping her and evaded penalty. The mother says, if he was going to be a friend to us, he came, he was going to be a friend to us. He came to us and said, don't worry, nothing's going to happen to her and I'll make sure she's safe. And then, I, you know, when she came home, there was all of this, um, the young girl said that she was raped. And so Charlemagne has gone on to apologize. He's asked for a cease and desist for Kwame to stop talking about the rape. And he's apologized to Kwame and said that he's apologized to directly to the family members that have and did endure kind of like the trauma of those murders and like all that dysfunction. But he's not mentioning his did own Did you hear rape. his apology? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, which... which Again, you know, we talked about Chrissy Teigen. I don't know. Rape is just a whole other thing and getting away with it. But I, I, I've never really followed Char Charlemagne deeply. But when I, the things that I have, um, you know, my ears perked up, it's all about his therapy and his growth process and like, <sighs> but then you're talking about rape and rape that you got away with, which I by no means would not be surprised if that's absolutely absolutely true and quite possible um but like what do what do we do what do we do with all of these people all of these advocates for like growth and change and like I did my dirt now I've changed and then all of this dirt resurfaces all of this stuff that is completely contrary to their identity now like I just don't think you throw them away and and I'm a survivor of rape, and I'm still like one. We don't we don't know what happened, right? You have two people saying two different stories, and he was acquitted. We don't know why. I'm not saying that it didn't happen. What I'm saying is I don't know. And what I'm saying is, you know, that was 20 years ago, and Charlemagne, in my eyes, and I don't know the man but has done a lot of work on himself and taken a lot of accountability for his bullshit. A lot. 
And like, that's partly why, you know, people have been receptive to him because he is quick to call himself out now. He wasn't before, but like he gave himself, you know, donkey of the day. And I actually listened to his apology and I actually fucked with it. And I also think that that wasn't what his intention was not to hurt Kwame. Yeah. I really like he, when I listened to him even say what he was saying about the father, he was talking about mental health and he was saying, this isn't the type of guy you want to fuck with because this like people, people, you push people too far and, and anyone's capable of anything. And this guy has endured ridicule and slander for years. And he's just now saying something and, and he's popping the fuck off on everybody. He's had it. Mm. So you need to take into account the, uh, possibilities of this and people need to chill in doing so he hurt Kwame and triggered him and took accountability for that and Kwame didn't seem hurt or triggered like his argument was not like he was like I don't know those people they ain't got nothing to do with me mind your fucking business yeah but also, you, you have to realize you're in Kwame's I've been following this and quite like even like from the beginning where it started and Kwame's been lashing out because he is hurt and because he is fed the fuck up with the nonsense. It's just, it, it, it was endless. Oh, poor And guy. like other people have really played the victim, like who've been on the receiving end of him coming for them, AKA Matt Barnes, and didn't take accountability for all the shit that they've said about him. Mm-hmm. And so like, I appreciate Charlemagne saying what he said. And I, I, I'm, this might be an unpopular opinion, but I just don't think we throw people away. Now, if Charlemagne comes to be that he's somebody else accuses him of some shit and it's recent and it's like, hold up, bro. You don't throw people away that have shown remorse (laughs) and growth and, and yeah, because I, the fuck shit that I've done in my life, if I, I need to find my old Twitter and delete everything that I've posted on there. I can't imagine. Who are you, what are you saying? I don't know. Don't I let just us told, get big just, and then you fumble the bag while you bitch, beat me. It might, it, it might be. Meg, it might say Megan McCain can go ahead and die or something like that. And I mean, then I get in trouble for that. Podcast. You said but it. I'm saying like, I, I don't know what the fuck I've said or done. There's people that I cringe at the shit that I've said to them in fucking high school, grade school, where I'm like, who the fuck was that person? That's gross. Colorism, all that shit. Mm-hmm. Whack. Super whack. Something that I am, am would never think to do. I'm so against. It's, it, it, make, it makes my skin crawl now. But like, yeah. you're growing up and you're growing up and you yeah. fuck up along the way. But it's the repeated mistakes for me. And no, and no accountability of them, you know? Yeah, I guess. Mm. Mm. It's tricky. But it I also don't think that my opinion needs to be everyone's. I'm saying that for me. Other people don't. don't if you don't have capacity for it, you don't have capacity for it, and I respect it. I'm just thinking about Chrissy. God damn. He didn't get it. Charlamagne has yet to have his um, platform, his livelihood yoinked. But here we go. All right, interesting. I mean, it's not going to be the last. Jay-Z got him out of here. Huh? Jay-Z got him out of here when Jay-Z ain't one of his ass fired. Oh, I don't know that talking story. his shit. 
What? Are you what? All right. This podcast is too long. We have to move on. Go ahead. Oh. I'll fill you in. That's all. Okay. Well, then we would like to shout out some new patrons. Speak, uh, Cheyenne, Ariel L, Jordan C, and Shan. We appreciate you. We hope that you enjoy what you're watching. I hope that y'all can see my nails and see that I am no longer a peasant. Only for this two weeks. After that, it's back to the nubs. Um, we also have some voicemails, which I am excited to play. I want to play the first one. We have we had a couple. And one girl, I want to shout her. I'm not going to say her name because she said, please don't play the voicemail or, or say her name. But she knows who she is, and she left a really sweet message. And I just want to say, sis, I appreciate you. I see you. I am you. And I was happy about that people, so many people um, kind of, they felt me on that, <laughs> on that um, comparison is the thief of joy episode. <laughs> they were like, yeah, girl, you yeah. are a peasant. No, they didn't say that, but um, it was just a lot of support that came my way. So I appreciate it. Um, here we go. We're going to play this. Hi, you guys. My name is Patrice. I am a patron and listener from Denver, Colorado. Um, I was listening to the comparison is the Thief of Joy episode and kind of wanted to offer my thoughts on that. Um, I'm currently reading this book called The Five Levels of Attachment. Um, which is written by Don Miguel Ruiz Jr. Um, if you've read The Four Agreements or have heard of The Four Agreements, this is his son's book. Um, and I wanted to read a quick er- excerpt um, that kind of talks about what you all were talking about. Um, so self-judgment resides where self-acceptance wishes to be. Our attachment to these negative beliefs and self-judgments can be so normal normal that we don't even recognize them as condemnations anymore. We accept them as part of who we are. But at a very basic level, our self-judgments are all consequences of what we believe about ourselves at our core, whether we accept or reject ourselves. Of all the beliefs to detach from, this is the most important one. Let go of the attachment that you must obtain some image of perfection in order to be happy. And this isn't only about appearances. It includes the way we think, the philosophy we follow, our spiritual pursuits, and our place in society. All these things are conditions upon which we accept ourselves. We think that in order to be worthy of our own love, we must live up to the expectations we place on ourselves. But we need to recognize or realize that these expectations are the expression of our agreements, not of our true nature. I just wanted to share that and encourage you guys to read um, The Five Levels of Attachment. Um, It's an awesome book, and it is definitely helping me kind of get to a place where I accept myself. And um, so, yeah, just wanted to share that. Thank you, guys. I love that. Thank you. I love that. Have you read The Four Agreements? Yeah. Did you like it? Mm-hmm. You said it like, ah, 
No, no, it was good. It's, it, it Five levels some, of attachment. Shout out to his son. Something you got to pick too. up every day and reach out because it's so simple. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I know. And then you go back to it and you're like, I didn't do any of this. <laughs> <laughs> I used to, uh, fun fact, it's on YouTube as a audiobook. Mm. And I used to play it while I slept and think that it would seep in Girl, to my subconscious that way. I was like, I'm going to get it. Well, it hasn't yet. <laughs> and I did it for a long time. But thank you so much for that message, sis. <sighs> I feel like I need to get that book. Um, yeah. I have one more. We're going to play. And it's from a male listener. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Hey, Shanti and Antoinette. Uh, this is Shai Ray. Um, I'm from Philly as well. Um, I'm calling to just give you both so much praise. Uh, as I, I mean, I have so much gratitude for the work you both are doing. The territory you step into, almost every episode prompts, like, important yet, I guess, like, often avoided conversations. Um, what I also love and appreciate is how you allow yourself to just be vulnerable and to be nuanced and imperfect and valuable. We are always learning. And what makes our growth, I guess, beautiful is the journey, arguably more so than any other factor. You two are, like, brilliant, kind, warm, creative, profound, and ambitious, all while talking about, like, dicks and shit because, you know, duality is a thing. Um Thank you for the entertainment and for the thought-provoking topic. I'm a fan right here from Dusty Ass Philly that I love with all of my heart. Hope you both are doing amazing, um, and I'm wishing you both so much luck in the future, and I will continue to follow your journey. Thank you. Oh, my God. Where else do you have people like that? Shout That's what I, the fuck I was talking about. Shout out to you. Thank you. Shout out that prayer. Amen. That was Amen. a job. Appreciate both of y'all. I need to put that in my ears and sleep with that. I know. <laughs> he said you are. Creative and he said profound. I was like pushing it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't gas me. Um, all right, let's take a break. And after these messages, we're gonna come back and with some problematic realizations that we had about relationships. <laughs> so, Shanti, sing us our, our, our song. After these messages, we'll be right back. 
Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you. Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you to take a bite out of summer with HelloFresh. From chef-curated seasonal recipes to their very new fresh and fit summer menu, HelloFresh brings flavor right to your door. And if you're looking to eat well this summer, HelloFresh's menu features calorie smart and protein smart lunch and dinner options. HelloFresh makes it easy to reach your food goals with flavor recipes that will definitely leave you feeling satisfied. Also, HelloFresh gets that you want options when it comes to what to make for dinner, not just the same old tired thing all the time. That's why they offer 40 recipes to choose from. Did you get that? 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So you'll never get bored and you can always find something new to try and love. Listen, it's peak time for summer produce and HelloFresh makes sure you get all of the best picks all season long. Their ingredients travel from the farm to your door in less than seven days for a quality you can taste. I recently made the Gouda Vibes Burger with tomato onion jam and potato wedges. And I must say, this was one of the best burgers I have ever had. It was absolutely delicious. All of the ingredients were fresh, they were quality, and they were bursting with flavor. So what are you waiting for? Go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. So... One of Antoinette and my recent banter, we laughed about this reality that we both experienced in our younger in our younger years, or maybe were we that young? young. <laughs> you weren't that young. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't that young. Oh. I was younger. I was younger than you were. Wow. But it doesn't matter. It's your early relationships, your most significant relationships, your often most traumatic, toxic relationships be bringing out the domestic diva in you. You just... <laughs> I In my worst relationship, I was just making... Cooking great meals. Like, really? <laughs> I knew how to cook. Every meal was a banger. I had the technique down. My chicken thighs were crispy, juicy, and... So, so flavorful. I was washing. I was just like, I, I had the whole like cooking, shopping, cleaning schedule. I had a newborn baby. I was doing fucking washing cloth diapers and hanging them up in my house. You like, was really going. You I was were a doing domestic it. diva. And also in a really, not only was I extending myself. And showing up fully in my quote unquote role, like that, I just fell into that role. It wasn't as just the way it happened. I wasn't working. I had a kid. Like boom. Mm. So like I'm gonna go to the library and learn how to cook. I went to <laughs> I went to but, I would go to the library. Emerald Lagasse, whatever that fat Louisiana man's name was. Sorry, oh that was God. that was cool. Forgive me. But Emerald Lagasse, whatever his name was. <laughs> Um, just 
really putting my everything into it. Not only did I put all of my work and labor, I financially girl put up preach. so much preach. money Pre- in a, a relationship a before that. I was dumb enough to put my name on a lease. Yes, I remember that And then that, that Negro, too. we broke up. <laughs> and then that Negro got evicted. And I didn't learn that I had an eviction on my name until I went to get my first apartment. And they were like, you raggedy. Oh my. You got an eviction. Did you step into me with an you, eviction Did on you tell name? me that ever? Yeah. Or is this a... No, you oh know who it was, God. too. And I put it... I, I do. And I just... I, you know, and I feel like it's when you're young and you're naive and it's like your first relationship where you like, where you're doing this weird thing of like, I'm going to get chose because I'm going to just show up. Like, I'm going to get chose because I'm going to out woman, every woman out there, shout. And then it'd be the men. And then they'd be the worst to you. The most toxic, the most resentful, the most contemptuous. They cheat on you. They lie to you. They, they, they put you down and make you feel like you're never enough. Like what But do you want to know why it works? Because they keep you in this like they keep you emotionally hostage. Where like you never you feel so unbalanced and like you it feels so rocky that like you're at this point where you're like I have to perform at this capacity in order to maintain what I have because I got to fight for it because it, it must be so great and really it's ass it's cheeks it's terrible it's I mean it's cheeks Internet, it's what for were real you doing it today where were you at at your all-time low with your domestic I was at many lows. I don't know which low was the lowest at <laughs> this point. You know you my shit. He was, like, was waking up iron and Oh, uniforms. girl. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Baby. So I used to, it's so much. So one thing, I used to get up. We worked different hours. I worked nights in the beginning of this relationship. So I would get in. I would get to his house at 3, 4 in the morning. Because he would be like, I like my woman here. So I was like, okay. So I got to get there, right? And we wouldn't even really spend any time. He just wanted to cuddle and wanted to get up in the morning, probably have sex, go off and do his day. I would wake myself up. He got up so early. I would wake myself up after getting in at 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning and be ironing his scrubs at 645 And then just go back to sleep afterwards. I'd be ironing his scrubs. Girl, then on my days off, because I work nights, so I work four days a week. On my days off, I would like do I would meal prep for both of us, but to impress him. He had homemade chimichurri steak. And I I would meal prep all of this. I would meal prep his meals for like three days in a row because you don't want it to be you know, too old. You wanted to still kind of be fresh. And, you know, I wanted him to eat well at work and to have dinner if we weren't being together. Like if I had to cook the next three days, I wanted to make sure that, you know, he was taken care of. And bitch, I would package it up in my Tupperware, in my Tupperware, Tupperware. and then, and then deliver it to him. Go, walk or take a cab to him with it. Grossed out, you walking out like here she come. This little oh, 
He's just resentful, contemptuous. Right. Like, look at this little dumb. And that's the thing is that even now, <laughs> yo, dumb. Even now, he fucking told me like sometimes you loved me so much, and I knew I wasn't, I wasn't being shit. Like when I would fuck up, I would hate you for it. I would hate you for how good you were to me. It's like I wasn't good. I was terrible. I wasn't it? good to you. I was terrible to myself. But but girl, I had I would wake up, make his bed. I would clean his whole fuck yes, out. My house know. be dirty. Dirty. My house be you a fucking mess because I ain't been the there in three days. Did, did, my cat probably ain't eat. I don't know what the fuck is going on in my home. But he was taking care of child. He had all the shit that he needed in his dirty ass bathroom. I'd be scrubbing the hell out of that trying to clean it. And it was never clean because it was just rotten to the core. That mold and that tile stressing me out. Don't get me started. Become home. I would... I'm so I gotta go on this rant. Okay. I would deep condition his beard. Yeah, you was. Doing I would it. literally deep condition his what beard in the... with my products, my good to product. You clean his penis too. Hold your breath. I would. <laughs> I I would get in the. Let me tell you. I am dead ass. I we would get in the shower together, and I, I would always. And you would clean his penis. Yes, and I absolutely I would clean his penis. I would, oh. but I still do that now. I love that. I would cl- clean him off. I would be, I would get down, wash his feet while he stood there, probably give him some head, all that. I, I love that. And I would love to give that to somebody, to experience that with somebody, with somebody who deserves it and I trust. But that's the type of woman I am. And it's not like a submissive thing in my head. It's just like, I want to care for you. And that's a part of your Let body. If I'm, I'm not just going to wash you, your back. You but I'm not I'm not meal prepping nothing. I'll never forget saying to him, like, these groceries are expensive. Like, and he was like, I don't ask you to do this. Bitch. Nobody told you I was like, you to be up here son like of a bitch. But then you, you call you me wife? every day and you want to take pictures of the meal and tell me how your coworkers were all hype. I'll never forget okay, meeting his coworkers. girl. Real it is, girl. <laughs> so Let's sorry. get back to I'm this. <laughs> but I will never forget meeting his coworkers and this bitch looking at me and I knew she liked him. And she was like, oh, so you're the girl that cooks all his meals. I just thought you were like Betty Crocker or something. I didn't even know you were real. Doing too anyway, much let me shut up. Let me stop. I, my arm started to break out. More. I see, see girls it? connected. <laughs> Just I a think, dummy. Um, there's many layers. You never to washed this. a man's penis? You need to go wash a man's penis and stop playing these games. Mm-mm. No, and because Ach. I think I think that I have. I think I don't. I don't really want a man washing my vagina. <laughs> <laughs> But the vagina is so, it's like up under. The penis is like there. It's like a hand. All right, maybe I should work on it. I'll work on it. That's an exciting thing to work towards. Like, yo, All right, let me know. Scrub a dub dub that dang a lang, baby. Let me put some. You're not going to know what to, I'm like, is this pressure? Like, when you first do it, you're like, am I hurting it? I really want to clean it. I want to get the skin right. I want to pull it. I'm like, oh, I don't want to pull it back. To, okay, how do we, okay, how are we, what are we doing? You know? <laughs> Get okay. under there between is... the balls and the butthole. Yeah, all that. You got to get in there. I did that. Bend to the... over, Never boy. Mind. Let me see. Let me shut the fuck. Get <laughs> some wipes. Can you be... <laughs> Come here, boy. Lay yeah. him down and then swaddle his ass afterwards. <laughs> Put some fucking powder. <laughs> Put a diaper on him. Send him to school. He's like, what the fuck? Oh, um, you, my son, go sit on the potty. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> 
so stupid. That's so stupid. Go ahead. Come on. That always takes We just me went out. on a tangent. I just got so mad. <laughs> there, listen, there's many layers to this, but I find my, and I'll get into the many layers, but what has happened to me because I put so much in, now that I'm in a healthy relationship, now where I feel like I'm in a space to be more generous, I'm I I still catch myself. Like I go to this person's space and I'm not clean in their space. Mm. Where in the past I would be like, let me clean, let me do this. Like I'll help with dishes. We made a, a meal together, but like I have cleaned the bathroom a couple of times. <laughs> but like I don't I don't I don't, don't go in the wifey. way that I would because I really love to clean. Like I love cleaning space. It's contrary to my room. <laughs> I don't love to clean. <laughs> no, I, I my like, room is Is your bed made? Let no, me see. My room my bedroom Child. is that's a self-care thing that I don't take care of my room the way I care of everything else. But like I um but I don't do that. Like I'm I'm like no, I'll never do that again unless we like we in a my we're sharing a space together and we have these agreements about these roles and my needs are being met but i'm not going to go above and beyond and and because number 1 it may not even be wanted so there's there's mm. all these different there's all these different parts right it's one it's like i fell into and i feel like a lot of young women shout out to the 20 year olds out there that like think you being a domestic diva is how you get chose and how he how he sees you as a, a full woman that's a fully competent, capable woman, that he's your then wifey material, then he's going to be... St- like, fuck all of that noise. I'm telling you right now, this is God speaking to you. That's not the way to a healthy, committed relationship. That's not the, the way to have your for. needs <laughs> met by you going above... And like being this whole full ass beautiful person for somebody that one didn't ask for that. Like you didn't have these conversations about how you should be showing up. One, there's that mm. one thing. So there's like these gender roles, one where it's like, I'm gonna be a superwoman. He gonna he gonna see what I'm capable of. Mm-hmm. He gonna see this house that I'm that I can create. He gonna see how I take care of this kid. He gonna see how I cook and clean and like then show up for him sexually like and financially i got his back when he low cuz i know when he's low he going to have my back like psych psych got him <laughs> got him <laughs> that's not ah, that how it so goes funny. number 1 no, that ain't it that's but not like good. there's the gender role that i feel a lot of a lot of young girls fall into and then there's this idea that if you show up, you're gonna get your needs met. Like you, there's this unspoken thing. Like I'm showing up fully, so if I'm showing up fully, then my needs are gonna be met. No, no, so dumb, dumb, dumb. Spit on it. Fuck your feelings. <laughs> Who are you? He just he's still pulling your panties to the side, <laughs> sis. Not calling you back. Not returning your text, girl. And he's still or fucking. Or in your his space, eating all your food, enjoying all you of know, your all wealth, your financial, spiritual, emotional wealth that you have while you just dry. He ain't even hitting it right. Dry. Uh, girl, oh. <sighs> Won't even 
won't even use the vibrator. Even when you told him clitoral stimulation He's is what like, gets clitoral, you going. Clitoral, what is whatever? That's crazy. So I, 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 it says something about us, though. It's all about us. It ain't got nothing to do with yeah. them. They just, they nothing. just like you. But I that's a great point. What a revelation you just. I think a lot of people just had a revelation when you said. That might not even be what they want, and it might not be welcome. They might be like, "Oh, you gotta show the fuck like, out." What are you doing? Like, like you hype? You hype? You hype as shit, <laughs> chill, bro. Yo, this new thing where men call you bro, I hate it. Jojo calls like, me that. That's unacceptable. You need to punch her in the face, <laughs> right in her chest. That's not how we do in an unschooling internet. But go ahead. You're right. I apologize, <laughs> Queen. No, but I think it says a lot, and I. You know, I've been out of practice for a while now. And I recently had a conversation with somebody who I was not in a relationship with, but somebody who I dated very briefly. I don't even know if we dated, child. It was... Whoa. I don't know. What? It wasn't... Uh, no shade. <laughs> no shade. It was just like, all right, yeah, let's try this out. Okay. And it was long distance, so we didn't really see each other, whatever, whatever. And this person was talking out his mouth about how, you know, if somebody, if basically if somebody, since it was long distance, if somebody comes out, right, to see said individual, then the person that is coming, that is coming out is not going to pay for anything. So I had to hit him up real quick, like, uh, I saw that little post or whatever, and I definitely came out my pocket while I was with you. And his response was, well, you didn't have to. And I, and so my response was, well, I didn't want to eat from the pizza shop every fucking day. So I did just take it upon myself. And he was like, well, you should have said something. Mm -hmm. He was like, now that I know that it'll never be an issue again, which I don't necessarily believe. But I say this to say, I also didn't make my expectations clear. I didn't say what it was that I wanted, what my reciprocity looked like. Tell me who I have to be. Exactly. So I think it's, it's, it's layered. It's layered in like people approach things like, oh, you want to be chosen and all this shit. But it's also like, do we ever stand back and think, do I choose this person? Do I like this person? Like, do I feel good in this relationship? I, I feel like, at least for me, so much of my younger years was caught up in, like, I want people, and listen, and being likable and being chosen and being all this bullshit. And I'm just like, I didn't stop to think, do I like, do I like them? You didn't stop Do to they think? deserve what I'm yeah, doing? you didn't stop to see, what am I getting from this? This is not, there's this there's Are this we delay. even at a level where I should be doing this? Why are right. you doing it? Why? What are you trying what, to so prove? So what is the level that you think that, that you should be, you should be waking up at 6 a.m. and, and chimichurri <laughs> and somebody? What, 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 what? Chimichurri. I wasn't chimichurri at 6 a.m. I was... <laughs> ironing is what is fucking required workload. for you before you go all in listen just... i don't it's it's complicated over here because because i some of the things that i do really give me joy it give like Washing i enjoy dicks. i get it <laughs> i enjoy a good dick wash Why and foot and foot wash yeah. i enjoy a good beard a beard scrub deep condition but i ha i have to sometimes curve 
how I give love. And I also have to question why I give it. People who are longtime listeners know that I've given love where I've been taught that you give love in order to receive it. And that's not true or or in in order to feel like you deserve it. Right. So I have to have those conversations with myself, but I also can't deny just like who I am either. So I think that's why dating is difficult for me because now when I feel triggered in that way, it's an immediate turnoff. When I feel like, Hmm, I don't feel comfortable here. I feel like I might be doing too much. I need to pull back or maybe, or maybe you're taking advantage of me or so it's difficult. It's just difficult. It's just been (sighs) fucking difficult. I just want a nice human. I think it's just a conversation. Even in a a relationship that is healthy, I think it's still a conversation, right? Of like what needs. What's the conversation? I think that there's always a conversation about our roles. Right. Even if you don't live with somebody, even if you don't have a child with somebody, you guys are still fulfilling some kind of role for each other. You're still like showing up for each other. You're still providing labor for each other, whether it's this person's calling you and just talking to you about their day. Like you're still. There's still exchange that's happening. Mm hmm. So even in my relationship, I think this is a conversation that needs to be had. It needs to be mm-hmm. had because in my mind, I'm like, ooh, when we get when we get this house together, like, ooh, you're going to see, like, oh, I'm going to just show up, like, ugh. And then when that happens, I'm going to be salty as shit if he's like, so, and I don't give a fuck. Like, you know, <laughs> Raggedy, I've been living with my this whole life. Like, I don't give a goddamn about your baskets hanging on the wall, bitch. Like, but, but so there has to be like these True. expectations that have to be, we have to figure them out. The cleaning thing has to be figured out. The, the cooking thing, the, the most importantly, what the person needs, what the person wants. When I was a young girl, I didn't. I didn't know that my needs mattered. I felt like again mm. the the my fulfillment was somehow connected with him appreciating the labor that I gave that I that yes. I that I Ooh, gave. Oh, you which, just put which it Which is words. a thing. It still is a thing because when you cook a good meal and somebody enjoys it, like that is mad fulfilling. When it's you're a, a domestic great, great diva, feeling. you holding it down, your kids clean, they got new shorts and shit like that is a satisfying feeling. And there's nothing wrong with being a domestic no. diva. I think I think it's what we're saying skill. is we're realizing that because we were grasping at sh- straws, was it straws or strands? Bitch, I got to go to bed. What is it? Grasping at thread. Straws. What is it? Straws. straws. Okay. <laughs> what the sense does that make? Why are we grasping at straws? It's old timey stuff. We 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 in industrial age, girl. I don't know. That was <laughs> Jesus time. All right. Well, when when we f- when we're grasping at straws, <laughs> we feel desperate, and so we resort to trying to prove our value. So it's different when it's rooted in I enjoy this because I enjoy it for me, versus I'm scared shitless. I don't feel good here, and I just want you to love me back ask me what i need like 
Because these men were never, they were just taking it. They never asked, like, are you good? What you need? Like, nigga, get my nails done. <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> of all the things, I thought you were going to say emotional support. No, it could be emotional. I just want to hear that you like the meal. I wanted to hear that, you know, you like my hanging, Af- do you like my hanging African basket? Please, please don't cheat on me when I specifically <laughs> asked you not to. <laughs> Shit like that. Like, I'm never going to give you, uh, let's be clear, we start in this relationship, like, I'm never comfortable with giving you a down payment or signing anything if I'm not in a, rela- if I'm not married, if we're not, like, sharing finances in some so kind of way. Like, I have learned that in so many hard ways. girls, you better say that from the jump. And don't say it with the attitude, just let them know, like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not in a position to do that. I'm and then break up with them right that. away for asking you for it. Don't you d- and he ain't asked me. I offered it. My credit's good. Me too. I, me too. We gonna be together and we gonna get chosen. We gonna have this fam. We gonna have this. We're gonna do this role playing thing and it's gonna be good. We're gonna do this playhouse thing. Like, how many times have you messed up your credit? Because I feel like it was twice. I didn't. It, it didn't no. mess up my credit. It just had an eviction. My credit was my credit was high, but you just have an eviction, which is a difference. What does that mean when you have an eviction? When you go people to just a, see it. I guess when it you, is on your credit. It is on your credit, but it doesn't have to do. I actually don't know. My credit was. I want to say up. shout out to you because you've really been down and gotten back up a couple times. It, my credit has from never these been, negroes. It's never been bad. I've always had no. I'm not saying bad. I'm talking about like as a result of other people's actions that they have kind of squandered what you've worked hard for, and you've always the fuck bounced back. Whether it was friendship or slash partnership. Or relationships. Every fucking time. Shout out to you. I went through it. It was. was, I'm dead serious. I'm not trying to be funny. Like shout out to you. Ask for what I need. Like I'm still. That's. I'm gonna go be like. Listen. This is what I've been. Wash my my feet. No. Wash my feet. I'm gonna bend over, get in there, and clean it for me. I think more (laughs) than anything, I'll just be honest and say like I've been holding back in this particular way, out Mm. of fear. Because I'm scared my needs won't be met. And I don't want to like overexert for you. Like, what's good? Are we getting married? Will you die <laughs> it for me? always goes back. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to die for me or not? <laughs> care for me, care for me. <laughs> Are you there for me? Die for me, die for me. Cry for me, whatever she say. <laughs> like, please Yo. text him that right now, please. <laughs> he's so used to my. He's like, so used to my insanity, though. He's just <laughs> like this bitch. Y'all gonna get married? I'm a, no, I'm, but that's not the end all be all. But that's a, that's part of the playhouse thing. We gonna get married, and then it's like, all right, you in this place? So then, what happens? You're married. Are y'all needs still? Well, when you're married, that's when everything is just like falls apart right and that's when you start to resent each other but you still love each other you stay together forever despite it all not if i'm washing no? dicks wiping ass <laughs> that shit is lit <laughs> i'm like you can clean my labia son <laughs> like what that's what i want <laughs> oh child i when we get off of this i can't wait to tell you Another story, but I cannot say it on this podcast. I cannot. I refuse. But it has to do with the last person you you set me up oh with. Oh God! <laughs> At our shower time, to be continued. But anyway, doing that type of stuff for for, for 
Girl, 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 girl. We not gonna. Say. You gotta give it like I got it. Your new rule. I'm making you a no, rule. You had to I be didn't. together for okay. a year before you go. Before on your you knees. wash a dick. Before you wash a dick. <laughs> I wasn't. That's the thing. I never get on my knees because I I do have a thing about that. So I'm like awkwardly you, trying to squat because I refuse. Without on your knees, you just bent over. No, I bent over. You just plie. You just squat down. You can't squat down and keep your feet. It's like if you like you ever rode somebody, but your feet are on the are on the bed. Yes. Not yes, your knees. Yes, yes. You're doing that. Yeah. In the shower. It's that like, isn't. That's equally. But you no, he's not laying down. That seems precarious. <laughs> but I'm saying that's the position. This is too okay. Ladies and gentlemen, what we're saying is make sure you evaluate the why. Make sure when the domestic diva comes out in you or whatever the fuck else, if you're tricking, some ladies aren't domestic. Some ladies, they just got money, they tricking. Men, if the domestic diva comes out in you, whatever it is, the fuck it is, just evaluate if you are overreaching, overcompensating. If you are betraying yourself, as we like yeah, to say, if you're and expecting why? something in return that's not been clearly vocalized, like you're doing all this for what? And Does you he know, know you're not getting it, huh? Like it, it, uh, oftentimes we're desperate because we we know that like we're not getting it in return. It's okay to ex- you should expect things in return from people. It's I think. an exchange. That's fine, yeah. but you have to define it. And sometimes we know we ain't gonna get it, and sometimes we know that. Or we're terrified. We're not to valued ask it. as yeah, terrified. Right, and why are you terrified to ask it? Should you be terrified to? Is it because you're just a nervous Nelly and like it's hard for you to use your words, or is it because this person doesn't create a safe space for you to ask it, or is it because you already have your answer and you're in denial? Mm. <sighs> or are you in an abusive? So relationship shout out to relationship. You're up from down, and this person is. Exactly. But shout out to relationships, yo. Shout out to what love. It exists. <sighs> says the person in a relationship. Um, and you know, I think this is the episode for today. Don't wash a dick for a year. Maybe that's that the title it. of the save <laughs> it'll the get dick people going for a year, Anthony. That's your gu- that is you your requirement. You can't wash his dick. For a year. Yeah, you got to be in that shit for a year before you've been I can't promise you that. It depends on how much I like them, child. So think about washing dick, these these dicks and feet. No, I really don't do that all the time. Feet, just... feet is one thing. That is a, that is Jesus. That is, the I don't understand. The, the penis is so much easier to wash. What are you talking about? I'm just saying, about? don't be washing no man's feet. It takes a, a real... That's a real... I, we got to figure out the feet requirements because I just feel like that only is, Jesus. You should only wash Jesus's feet, it's a right? Very they holy, sacred feet? thing to be washing and oiling up somebody's feet. Shout out to all of the people that wash and oil our feet. Pedicure. He was about to say something else. We're getting off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shout out to that. That's a sacred act. That's a humble act for sure. Would you wash my feet? Sure. I try to do your toenails, but you don't let me. I'm a, actually a manicurist, and am I when I was? <laughs> You're terrible. Every time you've touched <laughs> my nails, it's been a fucking a disaster. Hard relationship. I was a a chef. All right, this episode is over. But thank you all for listening. Child. Poor JoJo. Um, don't wash dicks or feet unless it's Jesus. Amen. B- mm, white Jesus said that. <laughs>
You have just heard an Around the Way Curls John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Around the Way Curls. We out early. <laughs> Very good. You inspire me to be better. You challenge me for the better. Sit back and let me pour all my love letter. Let me help you. Take off your shoes. Untie your shoestrings. Take off your cufflinks. Did you want to eat food? Let me teach you. Hey, y'all. Antoinette here, and I am inviting you. Hey, y'all. Antoinette here, and I am inviting you to take a bite out of summer with HelloFresh. From chef-curated seasonal recipes to their very new fresh and fit summer menu, HelloFresh brings flavor right to your door. And if you're looking to eat well this summer, HelloFresh's menu features calorie-smart and protein-smart lunch and dinner options. HelloFresh makes it easy to reach your food goals with flavor recipes that will definitely leave you feeling satisfied. Also, HelloFresh gets that you want options when it comes to what to make for dinner, not just the same old tired thing all the time. That's why they offer 40 recipes to choose from. Did you get that? 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So you'll never get bored and you can always find something new to try and love. Listen, it's peak time for summer produce and HelloFresh makes sure you get all of the best picks all season long. Their ingredients travel from the farm to your door in less than seven days for a quality you can taste. I recently made the Gouda Vibes Burger with tomato, onion, jam, and potato wedges. And I must say, this was one of the best burgers I have ever had. It was absolutely delicious. All of the ingredients were fresh, they were quality, and they were bursting with flavor. So what are you waiting for? Go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping.